This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala al mabuthi rahmatan lil alameen. نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه والتابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد. We commence by praising Allah subhanahu wa taala, sending blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, his entire household and all his companions. May Allah bless them all and may He bless every single one of us. My beloved brothers and sisters, is Allah subhanahu wa taala not so merciful? Isn't he the most merciful, the most forgiving, the most kind, the most compassionate? The one who loves us the most. In this world, you love someone a lot, they let you down after a short period of time. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your bet will never go wrong because it's not a bet, it's a guarantee. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all, really. Look at us, we are seated here, so much comfort, so much beauty, so much nur, so much blessings in such a beautiful house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We've gathered here, mashallah, we should be feeling the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us. Really, we are in His house. We have come here to worship Him, perhaps to listen to a good word, perhaps to try and be motivated to become a better person. We are all weak. We all have different types of weaknesses. We've spoken through the month of Ramadan about how to achieve peace. And I'm sure a lot of us felt very, very hard sore when we left the month of Ramadan or when it left us. And therefore we have moments to revive this feeling and moments to revive the resolutions we made in the month of Ramadan because shaitan comes to attack us. And this is an enemy, an outright enemy. But Allah loves us. So He gives us another moment to say, hang on, you will meet again or you will meet good people or you will meet one another and you will remind one another of the goodness that lies in your heart. There is so much goodness. Don't let it be overcast and overshadowed by the little droplets of the devil's plan that might affect us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always help us to overpower the evil plan with a much better plan. So my brothers and sisters, the mercy of Allah is what created me and you. We have been given a blessed opportunity to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why He made us. So He made us through His mercy in order that we may worship Him. So He gave me a chance and He's given you a chance. What a great chance, subhanAllah. I've just put my head on the ground for Him, Allahu Akbar. And I've just said, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Glory be to you, my Rabb, who is the highest, the greatest, Allahu Akbar. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the mercy of Allah. Do you feel it? Allahu Akbar. We should be feeling it because we are mu'mineen. Allah has given me a chance by creating me. He's given you a chance by creating you. 
And he's given us a chance and an opportunity no matter what happened when we were young. And no matter how difficult life may have been as we grew up. Today we are sitting here, we are breathing, alhamdulillah, good oxygen, mashallah. The weather is beautiful, the people around us are full of love and compassion, mashallah. What has brought us here is one solid purpose, all in the same direction. And that is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a, what a sign of the love of Allah. And what great mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amazing. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every single one of us. And may He make us feel this love. We know we are seated here more than a month after the month of Ramadan. We are now in the month of Dhul Qi'dah. The Hujjaj are busy leaving and they are bidding farewell to us to say, make dua for us. And we are asking them to make dua for us as well. And as they leave, we leave them with a good message. We leave them with a message not only to say that when you go there, remember us in your prayers, but we say, may Allah take you with ease, help you fulfill this huge ibadah, one of the pillars of Islam with great ease. And may He bring you back in a way that you have achieved so much that as a result, even ourselves and our city, our places, our countries have been blessed. Because I know for certain when the hujjaj go for hajj, they will be praying not only for themselves, but for the country, the globe at large. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that goodness. So Allah gives us opportunities. Never ever feel that you are a person who is far away from the mercy of Allah. Because as I said, no matter what the past has had, you will be judged by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala depending on your condition upon the time of death. Had you been a person, myself as well, had I been a person who led my life in whatever way I led it, but the end was good, inshallah the rest will be good. The end was bad, I don't even want to talk about it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect myself and yourselves. And one of the prime ways of achieving the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to increase the love amongst us. Because the minute I understand that the opportunity Allah has given me, He has given it to you as well. That is the moment I begin to realize your value and realize that you are just like me. I am no better than you. In fact, you may be better than me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to respect one another. And may He help us to speak to one another in such a beautiful way that it depicts the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah loves us, he guides our mouths, He guides our tongues so that we do not utter hurtful words. And wherever as a human nature, we have faulted by uttering one or two wrong words, we immediately rectify. We make amends, we come back, we say, Ya Allah, I am your worshiper, Ya Allah. I am your slave, Ya Allah. Something I uttered that might have hurt a heart or two, Ya Allah, forgive me, Ya Allah. Soothe the people's hearts, Ya Allah, whom I may have hurt. Then we ask them, my brother, my sister, forgive me if I've uttered a word that may have hurt your feelings. You are a beloved creature of Allah, over and above that, a worshipper of Allah from amongst the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this is the type of love that we should be promoting for one another. Yes, if we see one another faltering, there is a method, there is a way of correction, a beautiful method of correction in that people will feel to correct themselves. When you tell someone in an abrupt way, they will want to turn away from you. They want to turn away from the message you have. But when you speak to people with lots of love, that love is instilled by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We understand the value of an individual and the fact that they too 
are deserving of paradise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if we are used to help them get there, then we will be there inshallah before them. Amazing. If you help someone to get to paradise, wouldn't you be there before them? Because they went there through your effort. And the same applies if you were to give someone a lift to Weinberg. Today we just passed, mashallah, from Weinberg. If you were to... You know, wine is not the drinking, sorry, it's W-Y-N, inshallah. It's not the I-N-E, although Cape Town is known for that. But at the same time, if you were to give them a lift to Weinberg, you the driver, aren't you? You get there first. You know, as they say, Van der Murfer always wanted to sit in the front of the plane. Why? Because he was told that that's when you arrive at the destination first. Until I came along and I told him, well, the pilot has to touch the back wheels first. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all. My brothers and sisters, we have so many gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have not yet recognized. Allah made us. Do you know the difficulty that your mother or your father or those who looked after you at the beginning of your life endured in order for me and you to get to where we are today? That on its own is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He put in their hearts the need and, or should I say the love, and on top of the love, the need to look after you and to work hard and sweat so that they can spend on you and me. Who put that love in the heart? The owner of love. Who was that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine if you have a child, you don't know that that child might grow up to be a person who is either going to, you know, be a positive contribution towards your life or a negative one. But at that stage of infancy, you adore the child and you will spend your own hard-earned cash to buy the clothing and the cereal and the pampers and the diapers and what have you. And you will make sure that you carry them in the late night, the late hours of the night and make sure that if they cry, you feel the tears of the child in your own heart. And some mothers even begin to cry with their own children. All this is a sign. The Prophet ﷺ says, إِنَّمَا هِيَ رَحْمَةٌ جَعَلَهَا اللَّهُ فِي عِبَادِهِ الرُّحَمَةٌ Indeed, it is, a, it is a mercy that Allah has placed in the hearts of His worshippers who are merciful. Something very, very important that we need to learn. So, that is a blessing of Allah. He placed in the hearts of even the non-Muslims, perhaps those who belong to other faiths, to look after their children, even if that child later on was to embrace the deen of Islam. But Allah says, it's our blessing that we had someone look after you. Look at the Prophet Moses, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. He was looked after by the mercy of Allah. By the mercy of Allah. Through a person who perhaps did not like him. And a person whom he would have gone or he went back to later on in his life. And he was a means of calling this person towards Allah. And he was a means ultimately of standing in the face of this tyrant who was known as the Pharaoh. Yet he was brought up in the same home. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us. Allah says, we placed a love in the heart of the wife of the Pharaoh for this young boy. Why? He was an innocent little child. Today you see little children. They are innocent, completely innocent. And we have an automatic love. Allah's kept an automatic inclination towards a little baby in the hearts of all fair-minded human beings and those are the majority. Automatically. Why? Because it is a sign from Allah to say, look, you also had those beginnings. 
remain in a way where you are adorable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then to the righteous worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then even to those who may be astray the method that you choose to convey the message should be such that you are adorable to them where even with their weakness they will say I know I am wrong but how I was told I really feel I want to change may Allah grant it to us and the reason why I've just touched on this is because brothers and sisters make dua for the hujjaj. A person to go for hajj, we would know it costs quite a bit. And at the same time, it's a great sacrifice. But it is not so difficult as to come back and live as a hajj. We always say this. To go and fulfill the hajj is something that is achievable. But when we come back, we need to watch our tongues even more. We need to make sure that we live up to this title. You are a person who's fulfilled hajj. A sign of an accepted hajj is when a person returns and their lives have changed. A sign of an accepted Ramadan is when a person's life has changed in one way or another. It's accepted by the will of Allah. Otherwise, to fulfill the farah is not so difficult. But to live by what you have just fulfilled is extremely difficult. May Allah make it easy for us all. And so my brothers and sisters, let's pick up on the mercy of Allah. He fed us all along. How many years? I'd like to look at the faces here and say the average age here is perhaps around 25, 30. Maybe. You know, they say it's hard to say that because even those who are 60 still say we feel like 30. But at the same time, let's say it's 25 to 30 years. For the last 30 years, who has fed you? It's Allah. Who clothed you? It's Allah. When you were sick, who granted you cure? It's Allah. We never even thought about that sometimes. Who, how much money has been spent on you? Wallahi, without a joke, perhaps every one of us, more than a hundred thousand rands minimum. That is the, the lowest of the lot. If you take a look at the meals you've had every day, the clothing you've used from the beginning to now, Perhaps a lot of us would probably be half a million, we might have clocked a million and even more. Because if you've got a car, then it skyrockets. And if you, if you own a home, then it, it goes even beyond that. And where did all this money come from? If you think to yourself, if I didn't buy all these things, I would probably be a billionaire by today. But Allah says, money is not for stacking, it's for using. And using in the obedience of Allah to facilitate this life of yours in a way that you can worship Allah with greater ease. That's what it is. So when you return to Allah, Allah will then ask you and you'll be able to say, Ya Allah, you provided me in my life with 119 million rands that were spent on me. But there wasn't a day when I had with me more than 20,000 rands. For example. Why? Because this entire amount that was used on me over the years was such that I made sure it went to my family, it went to myself, I clothed myself, I ate, mashallah, perhaps those who went to school and universities and so on, and mashallah, they came back, uh, meaning after those years of study, and they engaged in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like I say, that is a sign of the mercy of Allah. He has written every cent next to your name. What is going to be spent on you and on me? Allah has written it, subhanallah. But today when we sit here, we don't realize this gift of Allah. Because why? We might say, I've only got 500 rands in my pocket. That's the last amount of money I've got. There are others who are perhaps thinking, I've only got 5 rands in my pocket. What am I going to do? And there may be others who will say, I have got nothing. I don't know where I'm going to eat the next meal. But they will eat the next meal by the will of Allah. 
subhanahu wa ta'ala. Somehow, they will have it. Why? Because they have an Allah. They have a maker who made them. Their circumstances were perhaps a little bit different. But Allah will feed them. Allah will clothe them. Allah has clothed every one of us. Allah has fed us. Allah has quenched our thirst. Allah has looked after us when we were sick and ill. When we had problems sometimes where we thought our life is going to come to an end. Allah saved us. When we've had marital problems where we thought it's all over. Allah helped us save it. And even if a marriage has broken sometimes, Allah has opened new doors for both parties where it has opened in a, in a manner that they did not imagine in the past. This is the mercy of Allah. But when we sit now, and this is man, we need to be reminded of all these gifts of Allah to show you, my brother, my sister, indeed Allah loves you. Indeed He is most merciful upon you. Do not think because of the one or two matters that you have in your life that you consider major that Allah has forsaken you. Not a minute. Not even a minute. We are the ones who turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He never turns away from us. So much so that when we raise our hands to Allah and we want to ask His forgiveness, automatically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings begin to descend on us. And Allah says, my worshiper, I've been waiting for you. Where were you all along? Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all. May He make us feel His mercy. May He make us feel the love for one another. And may He make us encourage one another. Really, I believe that the best of people are those who make you feel worth it. The best of people are those who make you feel important. And who make you feel that you too can achieve. Subhanallah. You too can achieve. Because sometimes, you know, we have people in our midst, they make you feel like you're useless, you're far from the mercy of Allah, you're a waste of time, you're not worth it. This type of mentality can rebound upon us at some stage in our lives. And if not, we don't want it to happen in our graves where we are told what we used to tell others. So this is why make people feel worth it. Look at the good qualities of people. Work on them. When these good qualities increase, automatically the bad qualities will begin to decrease. May Allah keep us from those who, who, who fulfill our five salah in the masajid. May Allah accept the salah that we fulfill. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us so that we can pick up the Qur'an every day, even if it means to read one verse with its meaning. But may Allah grant us the strength to do that. May Allah open our doors. Brothers and sisters, I really am humbled by seeing our brother here, mashallah, one of our sons. And I did definitely see his clip on YouTube and I watched it, I think a few days after it happened. And I was very, very touched because those who know me and who watched us through the month of Ramadan have seen that I have this in me to give importance to children because I believe they are tomorrow's leaders. To let them feel, to let them take over, to be happy when they are achieving something when they are heading in the right direction by the will of Allah. And therefore, I remember very well in the month of Ramadan, and I'm sharing this with you because, subhanallah, we are quite familiar with Cape Town. In the month of Ramadan, I once led the taraweeh and I stepped back. And I see Abu Bakr and them are smiling. I stepped back and it was the time for witr. And I noticed a few children behind me. And I thought to myself, you know, Ya Allah, guide these children so that they can take over from us the day we, you know, arrive at your mercy, Ya Allah. Meaning when we pass away and even later on in life, let these people take over. Because that's new blood. Because a leader, really, and this we all need to learn about, is he who can be bothered about creating people who will take over his post. Or 
the maximum number of people that can be made so that tomorrow they can even do a better job. That is a true leader. Because we want to serve the ummah. So I looked at this child and I stepped back and I told him, you know what, go to the front. Meaning stand in the first sof where I was. And I think he looked at me dazed. And he was like, are you sure? And I said, stand in the front there. And I went back and I stood with a few other children and I greeted the other children as well. But the one child, it, it depends. You know, it's not anyone in particular. I really did not know who it was. I had no clue who it was. And today I asked him, son, what's your name? Because I, I needed to know what his name was. Subhanallah. This child, later on I left after Ramadan and so on. And in my mind, I you know, thought to myself, it's just a habit I have. Children must be given importance. And suddenly, someone sends me a WhatsApp clip. And I said, what's this all about? It just said, 3 minutes, 51 seconds. That's what it said. And I was in 10 minds of downloading it because, you know, back in Zimbabwe, the internet is a big mess. <laughs> so I said, Bismillah, let's download this thing. It had no title to it. No one told me what it was. I downloaded it. Lo and behold, mashallah, I saw something. The brother Muhsin, that's his name. I'm calling him brother because now he's, a, he's a, subhanAllah, he's at par with us. No longer a little son, you know. <laughs> And he stands up and he says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Wassalatu Wassalam. And mashallah, and I looked and I said, La ilaha illallah. Subhanallah, I need to meet this young man. That's one of the reasons I came to Cape Town. May Allah grant us all goodness and may we see so many others. Wallahi, not just one, and not just myself, but whoever else it is. Whoever are the leaders, whoever you find to be inspirational, believe me, take a step. In that direction, it does not mean you, you, you know, you have to follow in a specific way. But if you learn from them, you're inspired by them, your life changes in any way. Wallahi, it's a good sign. Wallahi, it is something that we need because it's the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has helped us. You have a teacher in the school. Sometimes you have teachers who have never actually schooled you, but you've learned more from them just by watching them, by seeing them, perhaps by being allowed to be in their company for a little while. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all. So like I say, when I started here, you noticed a big smile because I was trying to imitate someone, subhanallah. And I really felt, mashallah, hey, you know what? He's sitting in front of me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the love, really. May He make us feel it, really. We really, as adults, we need to become role models to our children. Because if we are not role models, they'll turn on the telly and start watching movies where the actors and actresses whose lives are in, in real life are a mess. And they become the role models of our children just because mom and dad cannot solve their matters. You know, uncles and aunts cannot solve their matters. People are no longer of that high level of character and conduct that Islam teaches. So that is why we remind one another, I need to develop my character. We all slip up now and again. We might say a word or two that is hurtful. We might say something that we are not supposed to say. Or we might have said something and we might slip up. It's human nature. But the sooner we make amends and the sooner we turn, the, the, you know, the, the sooner we will achieve this comfort and peace and we will be able to inshallah beam that not only in our community but believe me across the globe with so much of ease and with so much of comfort and with so much of contentment that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can grant that to us. May Allah grant us that and even more until we meet again. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Subhanallah bihamdihi subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natum.